First, the Cleveland Police Headquarters is moving out of downtown, and now it appears the county jail might too. A lawsuit says Cleveland's water department discriminates against African Americans, and Giant Eagle takes a giant leap in the war against plastic shopping bags all on its own. It's a newsy edition of The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. It's Thursday, December 19th, and I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. The picture is coming into focus on how to deal with the Cuyahoga County Justice Center in the jail. And what now seems likely is that the jail would be separated from the courthouse and built outside of downtown Cleveland. An electronic poll of 12 members of a committee considering the options strongly favored a new courthouse downtown and a jail somewhere else. Jeff Applebaum, a local attorney directing the Justice Center project for the county, has given the committee nine options for renovating the decrepit Justice Center or relocating its tenants elsewhere. Applebaum said he wants to narrow those options to three or four by January and then conduct more detailed analysis with a final selection to be made by June. One of the concerns previously raised about building a jail apart from the courthouse was the cost of transporting prisoners to the courthouse, But Applebaum said Wednesday that cost should not be an important factor in the decision. He and his consultants estimated the annual operational cost of transporting prisoners at about $812,000. Does the Cleveland Water Department discriminate against African-American residents when it comes to shutting off their water? A lawsuit filed by the NAACP Legal Defense Fund says it does. The suit claims the city's water rate increases and erroneous bills have disproportionately affected people of color in the city and the suburbs. The claim is that disparate treatment of black residents is independent of income. Neighborhoods with the same general incomes are treated differently and the only variable is race. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of five customers who live in Cleveland, East Cleveland, and Warrensville Heights, all of whom had liens placed on their properties because of unpaid water bills that they said were inflated by mistake. City officials declined to comment because they had not seen the lawsuit. With six days to go to Christmas, Cleveland Hopkins International Airport expects the most travelers in nearly 20 years, and officials want your travel to go easy. For cheer, the airport will have a Santa Claus roaming the concourses to greet children, carolers singing Christmas classics, and free gift wrapping once you carry your presents beyond the security checkpoints. And they have tips for you to take as well. You've heard it before, but during the holidays, you really should get to the airport two hours early, especially during the peak hours of 5 to 9 a.m., 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and 4 to 6 p.m., If you do wrap your gifts, don't use tape because security agents will unwrap them if needed. Use a gift bag or an unsealed gift box. Cakes, cookies, and solid foods can get through the security gate, but syrup, jellies, and other liquids cannot. Snow globes bigger than a tennis ball violate the liquids rule and won't get through either. Even as Ohio legislators work away to block local bans on plastic shopping bags under the claim that they're helping out grocers, 
Giant Eagle announced Wednesday it will, all on its own, stop using single-use plastic bags at its grocery stores in Cuyahoga County beginning on New Year's Day. But that's just the start of how Giant Eagle will deal with plastic. The Pittsburgh-based grocery chain will consider new options for straws and fountain beverages at its get-go gas stations. It will introduce boxed water next year to reduce use of plastic bottles, and it will explore other options for reducing wasteful plastic packaging in grocery items. It's all part of a greater plan to eliminate single-use plastic at Giant Eagle by 2025, Officials rolled out the details in an event in Westlake Wednesday morning. Giant Eagle has 21 supermarkets and 16 get-go locations in Cuyahoga County. We've been wondering whether legal marijuana sales that just started in Michigan might lure people from Ohio who want marijuana but don't want to buy from illegal drug dealers. Our State House reporter Laura Hancock found the answer by visiting weed shops in Michigan, and that answer is yes. Ohioans generally fell into one of three groups. Some were there for the novelty of buying pot in a state sanctioned store, although it's against federal and Ohio law to bring it back to Ohio. Others were regular marijuana users with plans to return to Michigan often. A third group of Ohioans plan to bypass the Buckeye State's medical marijuana program because it is so inconvenient, and they'll buy what they need in Michigan. We suspect we'll see a cultural shift over time in Ohio as more people experiment with marijuana they buy legally across the state line and then illegally bring back home. And they'll bring that marijuana home in paper bags if the marijuana shops in Michigan follow the anti-plastic lead of Giant Eagle. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. We'll be back Friday with another edition.